I'm Lisa. I do the midday show at 101.9 The Mix in Chicago. And I'm Jerry Nunn from nunontherun.com. And Lisa and I go way back. Way backstage, maybe. Yeah, that's where we met. And now we're bringing you along for the ride. Like a plus one. But we don't really have time for some big intro. All right, let's go. Nonstop. Nonstop. With Lisa and Jerry. This week, we find out what not to bring up when you're talking to Ed Sheeran. And we explore the sets of Saturday Night Live right here in Chicago. All right, it's Lisa here with Jerry. We're back in the studio. Hi. If I look lighter, it's probably because I just chopped about six inches of my hair off. You always have a good hair day, in my opinion. (laughs) You know, it's funny, actually. I mean, I'm going to take that compliment for sure. Thank you. But it's funny. I just saw this study about redheads that is claiming that they're like genetically the closest thing to superheroes. Really? It's so weird. I mean, I could have told you that, but... Because they're a rare breed? Well, yeah, there's like this like weird, I don't know, some kind of genetic mutation, which does not sound cool at all. Mm -hmm. But... Like redheads can handle uh, pain more effectively than others. We produce our own vitamin D at a faster rate. So there's all these like little biological benefits and something that I sort of like embrace, not the scientific stuff because I don't really care, but just the thought that like it's kind of special being a redhead. But I have to tell you that when I sat down with Ed Sheeran, I thought, you know, okay, this is something to mention. We're both redheads. Well, that did not go well. Uh oh. Check it out. Did you have a good time at school? Um, Nicknames do happen. Um, England is really bad. England is really bad. Over here it only became bad because of the South Park episode. Well, I just felt like just even the term ginger, like US didn't even talk about it till the Spice Girls came around. No, yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's just it's just a thing, isn't it? It's just a thing that's different about someone. I love it, man. I like I own really it. I like it. I, you know what? I don't think it, I think as soon as you turn 18, people stop caring. Oh. I think it's only in the school period where having red hair is a bad thing. Things you get out of school, no one cares. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it's sort of a bonus thing. Like, I'm nearly six foot tall and I'm a redhead. I feel like it makes me memorable. It makes you memorable too. Thank you. So I did my best to kind of like turn that whole conversation around, but yikes, I, I thought it would be something cool that we shared together. Yeah, uh, common ground. Yeah, did not mean to bring up bad memories for him or anything like that. Um, you never know. <laughs> obviously. Uh, have you ever done that? And when you're interviewing someone, have you ever like brought up something you thought would be cool, but it ended up being super awkward. I mean, I've definitely had my moments with with celebrities and we probably all have. I've been told by reps ahead of time, like not to say certain things. Ooh, too. Yeah. You're not going to pretend it doesn't happen. Right. You can't like ignore what Kanye said just because he wants to talk about music. Totally. Right. It's very frustrating as a reporter to be blocked like that. It's it limits what you could say. And it made me want to just say things just because I couldn't. You know what I mean? If I oh, of course. No, like, you know, don't talk about that. It's like, why well, kind of now I want to? Like I want, like I just want to do it. Just sneak it in there. Yeah, some kind of like trick. Okay, but you never got caught up like total deer in headlights with a reaction, or have you? Oh, I think it's very hard too when there's a controversy about the artist. Okay, oh, God, so, but that's when that's, the, that's when you get want. the good stuff. That's when people really want you to ask that question, and it's right when it's current. You know, it's harder when the controversy happened a long time ago. So one time I had this interview with Donna Summer, okay, you know, the iconic disco diva Donna Summer, you disco know? queen. Baby. Yes, she's got tons of hits. We talked about the new music and it was a fairly light interview. So, you know, I said goodbye and I'll, you know, after the interview's over, I sent in my interview and then my editor was like, you needed to ask her about the supposedly, allegedly, she uh, said that AIDS. It's getting good. That, yes, that AIDS was, you know, a God's punishment on gay people <gasps> a long time ago and it killed her fan base <gasps> for a long, for many, many years. And she said that she didn't really say that. It was misconstrued or something. And this was probably back before people recorded interviews and things like that. This just got major. It was a big thing. Um, then they wanted me to go back and ask her. So then <laughs> I was in an awkward situation where I had to ask the rep to ask her. And the rep was like, she's already addressed this. And that's it. Then I felt really bad. Like, oh, I'm, 
missed my opportunity to ask Donna Summer this question. You know, then I did get to meet her. And of course, I'm not going to ask her. No. You know, at the meeting grade. Hey, <laughs> so what was that? You know, was that true? So what'd you say about AIDS back yeah. in the day? <laughs> right. So, uh, and then she's passed away since then. So yeah. that is kind of your window. When you have them right there, you got to ask the difficult questions sometimes or not. But I mean, that's your that's your time with them. And you get that time, you may never get it back. True. And, you know, it's funny that you brought up Kanye earlier because as much as everyone is like, oh, stay away from him. He's loose cannon and all this. No way. Right now, I would love to sit down with him and have mm-hmm. a little conversation. He might take it off the rails, but I'm yeah. willing to take that bet. Yeah, you'd have to be. I mean, I think you just have to be a pro and just really be careful what you say or what he says. And and you know what the new thing is now with media hmm. is they're really expecting us to call people on stuff. So to see how that guy in that newsroom called him on it. Yeah. People applauded that he called it on and they want all of us to do that now in the news. And when people are saying things, we have to be ready to go and say something back because if we don't, they get away with stuff. These political interviews are getting away with things. It's upsetting people. Well, that's why I stay out of politics apparently because, mm-hmm. and news really, because I don't want to really have to call anybody out on anything. I want to mm-hmm. like goof off and have a good time and laugh. Right. But then when Kanye talks about politics, then you have to be ready. So can we talk about high school? You know, I went to the same high school as Kanye, right? Did you? So weird. I don't wow. like have any classes with him. I don't know right. him. Yeah. One of us is clearly doing a little bit better than the other one. But around the same time? <laughs> this is around the same time? Yeah, I was. I was I a freshman when he was a senior? Oh, wow. Weird. So you were around the halls and you could see him walking by. We went to like the tiniest school ever. That's and, even better. He and, couldn't get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a really weird high school. Uh-huh. We were allowed to wear headphones. We had an opting system where okay. if you wanted That's to opt out of class to go to the library, you can opt out of class. It what? Was a, That's progressive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer open, by the way. Oh, we'll see what happens when you get too progressive and too giving and easy. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'd enjoyed my high school years. Not at all. But now that I look back at how everybody else has to do high school, like, oof, I, I might have lucked out. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. But you don't remember seeing him at all. You know what I do remember? I was like super into art back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it. Let me just, let me be clear. I think I was in high school and I liked to draw. Mm-hmm. But when I saw what other people could actually do, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I should not try to pursue this because I am not talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was really, really good. Every year they did like this big art show and everybody in all these art classes would hope that one of their pieces would be chosen for the art show. Mm-hmm. Mine never was. But I remember one of his that was. I can still picture it too. Wow. That's yeah. cool though. I wonder who has that picture now. Yeah, that'd be worth some money maybe. Probably. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I went to school with um, country music stars and stuff because I was in Tennessee. Oh yeah. So it was like the kids of the stars and things like that. So crazy. And I was, I would get jealous. Taylor Swift eventually went to my school, but you know, we were not, you know, in the same. Not the same year. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, a, you know, I wasn't a freshman when she was a senior, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a different thing. You know, country stars are a different kind of thing. But yeah. I was jealous of some of them because some of them were rich. You know, these kids are rich. Oh, no one was rich in my high school. I remember this girl, uh, George Jones' daughter was my age and she had um, a rabbit fur coat and I was like, oh my God, I'm so jealous of that coat. And she had a birthday party and with a stand-up Pac-Man machine. And I was all like, I want a stand-up Pac-Man machine at my parties. Let me help you out with this. My mom <laughs> gave me her rabbit fur coat. You can borrow it anytime you oh want. Oh my gosh. I might have to wear it. <laughs> <laughs>
she's like, I don't want this anymore, but dad will kill me if I just get rid of it. And I'm like, so, okay, it's going to go from your closet to my closet. <laughs> so maybe you can wear it sometime. Yeah. And I could relive my past. Why and not? Stuff. Yeah. Now that he's passed away, you know, the family's fighting over all the money and stuff. So that's what happens when Ooh. you have a lot of money. Yeah. We didn't have those problems on the South side. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Sometimes it pays to be middle class. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> keep on going to work. Just keep on doing your thing. Although I will say it is kind of nice to be at some of these events with people who you know are there doing okay for themselves out spending all these money and all these fundraising galas. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't really feel the difference between them. Like they're all so super nice to you. And I'm like, oh, you had no idea right. that I'm a broke ass. <laughs> How nice of you to not make me feel that way. <laughs> so you took me to mm-hmm. the Wonka Ball. Yeah, they're <laughs> always fun. They did like a space theme one year. They just do different themes. Yeah. It's a LGBT focused theater group called About Face Theater. Yeah. They know how to throw a party and everyone likes a good theme. So they did a Saturday Night Live theme at the Museum of Broadcasting. That was so cool. So not only did we get to go through all the exhibits that were just amazing, see the costumes. Just seeing the costumes alone from all of these classic characters from SNL. It took about a million pictures. Yeah. All I wanted to see was a cone head and they were waiting for us as soon as we walked in the front door. (laughs) It was just a blast from the the Wayne's World couch where, you know, we got to play guitar. I know. And hang out and and all the iconic costumes, the Sweeney sisters, you know, acts that you didn't even remember. Hans and Franz. Yes. The church lady. The church lady. There was plenty of like the, what's her name? Linda. Oh, Linda Richmond. Linda Richmond. Give me your best Linda Richmond right now. Oh gosh, I'm not good. (laughs) You know, I'm verklempt, I'm verklempt. I mean, that's not all I can really do. I'm not Jewish. I'm Polish. So can't really do it. But I think you just need to make that like, oh, oh oh my God. (laughs) She's so great. I I love the old skit, you know, with like. So great. I didn't realize it was Liz Rosenberg they were doing until I read about it. I don't even know who Liz Rosenberg is. Liz Rosenberg's Madonna's, that's her agent. She left Warner Brothers Music when she discovered Madonna back in the day. Oh. She's a big deal. You know what? I suddenly got sidetracked. That's okay. That's okay. It's Linda Richmond. She gets everybody all for She was so funny. Yeah, I guess I got the glimpse. Yes. And uh, they were so funny. I mean, the cheerleaders were great. Oh, the Spartans. Yeah. The Spartans were really funny. There were several of those throughout. The funny thing was you were encouraged to dress like a Saturday Night Live character, but then also the actors that are normally in the troops and stuff were dressed. So it was like, it was on. It was all over the place. The lady that was dressed as Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer. Yes. She had a mobile podium. (laughs) She She did did not break character all night. Yes. And she was like chewing the gum, the, the gum. The little chiclets yes. all night. Yes. And then there was a Trump guy there. Yep, yep. So he was running around. He was funny too. It was like such a great photo op evening and everybody <laughs> was just having so much fun. Right. It wasn't an overwhelming crowd. It was just a great size crowd. People could dance. My friend Matthew was DJing and dressed as a blues brother. Oh, Circuit Mom. Circuit Mom. We know Circuit Mom. He does stuff for the mix sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah I love him. He's such a great guy. And he looked great as a blues brother. Yes, he was great. The food was good. I thought like the they had just the right amount of little snacks that you could go and the desserts were great. I did take home a little bag of Garrett's popcorn. Yes. Which I know is like, I, I know it's a little bit tacky for me to put something in my purse, but Well, it's sorry. portable. It's portable. It's not, you know, the other things we ate, we didn't take the cake in our pockets, <laughs> you know? Thank <laughs> you for understanding why I did that. Yeah, I know. I love to snack on the Garrett's popcorn later. Oh. I, I ate mine this morning, so don't judge me. It was breakfast. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> and, um, but the cake, I kind of wish we had stayed for more of the cake because they were cutting like just the carrot cake, but I like chocolate cake. But they had the ambiguously gay duo oh, yeah. on the 
cake. That was the coolest cake I've seen in a long time. (laughs) And then they gave awards to certain recipients. And I thought those were very emotional and great. And they were all about it being inclusive. Trans actor took one. uh, Who was that? Delia. She gave a really sweet acceptance speech. And I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. And when they started talking about that, it was pretty moving about how she kind of disappeared from the theater when she was going through this identity. Mm -hmm. And did a play called I Am My Own Wife. And it's a really moving portrayal that, you know, you have to see. It's a one-person show. So, yeah, I want to take you to some of their theater coming up because they always have really good shows. Take Uh, me to anything with the girl (laughs) who played Mary Catherine Gallagher. (laughs) She was hilarious. Yeah, she was fun. Everybody was so much. It was just a great vibe. Yeah. We stayed for a long time. We stayed there for like over three hours. Yeah, it was fun. (laughs) It was a very good night. Uh, I certainly look forward to seeing what happens with them next year. And maybe we'll see some shows with About Face Theater in, in the meantime. Absolutely. All right. It's a deal. Any new movies we need to see or you want to tell us about? Let's see. Well, Avengers is still tearing up the box office. I mean, that's going to be like that till Christmas. Yeah. So that one's been a wild one. I mean, it's just a massive amount of stars in that and they really got it together. And then uh, there's two movies coming out after that. There's I'm into the superheroes. So forgive me, you know, about nerdy superhero stuff, but I love it. I go to the conventions. Everybody loves superhero stuff. Well, not back when I did it. See, okay, when I was a kid, it was like the dirty magazines or something at the <laughs> at the drugstore because I you know my mom would give me comic books whenever I'd get good grades as a kid yeah and I learned how to read on comics my dad collected them when I was before I was born and my grandmother used to give them to me so I have an emotional connection with comics and superheroes and it was very nerdy I'm telling you you were a dork well that's a strong word okay I just got, sorry well, I don't know <laughs> no, I'm just kidding is it the way I was I said a nerd it? I was a nerd <laughs> uh, um, there's lots of words for it sorry. <laughs> I was, you know, popularly challenged, maybe. I don't know. Oh, God. Who was cool growing up? Like, I definitely wasn't. I read Archie, if that makes it any better. At least you had superheroes that, like, seemed tough. I had, like, Archie Andrews. Come on. Well, it wasn't, you know, back then, it was a different biz. It was a different world. The comics were were written by white men. There was not a lot of women that read them. It wasn't a girl thing. We didn't see a lot of girls reading them. No, we read Betty and Veronica. Right. I mean. It's a different world. Right. Black Panther was radical back then, you know, and, and several ways. The, the heroes would have like, they would use black in front of the, the word which is like, this kind of controversial right there. I mean, black, so there's like Black Panther, Black Vulcan. Now he's been changed to like Falcon because we don't need to call him black. I mean, we know he's black. You know? What, was he a black guy or? <laughs> yeah, he was a black a, guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they is always it like a would black costume or they, is just a black guy? They would always like overdo it, I guess. And women were, you know, it was all about their boobs and how they were figured and it wasn't a diverse thing. There was no gay people. You know, there wasn't anything like that back then. Can we just get oh. a chubby superhero? Yeah. I could at least relate to. Right. And then, well, that needs to be addressed, right? There needs to be more and more diverse. There's still a long way to go. I mean, it's getting better, but. Although, anyway. does it? Or should we really believe that like like a big chubby girl, is she really going to save me? It depends on what her superpowers are. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's just what we want represent, representative of that. Like, we don't want the skinny Barbie doll. Some Other people things. do. <laughs> well, Not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it puts pressure on people and sometimes in ways that we don't think about, right? Mm. So. So the Barbie doll. Okay, now the girl's like, I gotta be like that. No, you don't have to be like that. Be yourself. And the same thing with comics. Like, you know, they've they've come a long way with women empowerment and things like that. So anyway, getting to so wow, we got really more, deep right there. We did. What happened? But, you know, that happens. All right, bring me back to the shallows, please. <laughs> well, there's two more movies coming out after that that are superheroes. So Captain Marvel is going to be a woman. You know, <gasps> so that's going to be cool. a female-based movie that's not been there. Well, we had Wonder Woman, but that's a different. DC is a different comic. 
Marvel's a different, you know, manufacturer. Do they rival each other? They rival each other. They always have. You really know your stuff. I do. I could just do a podcast about that. <laughs> um, so there's that one, and the Ant Man and the Wasp is coming out. So that's his girlfriend as the Wasp. Wow. So that's coming out, and then Avengers she white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. She is. She's she's a Richie. <laughs> she was rich. That was the thing about her. She had a lot of money. Is her is her alias privileged. name Buffy? She's very privileged. <laughs> she's like a socialite. It's oh. what, what the character started as. Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh no, my god. You're not. You're guessing right. I mean, that's how she was. That's how she's created. I was totally kidding. No, that's her. And he's a scientist. <laughs> okay. He brings home the bacon, and she just goes to parties. But then is also a superhero on the side. They're both superheroes. Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp. Wow. Here we go. I don't. I've never even heard of them. They're well. Ant Man already did a movie with Paul Red that that did really well. Uh, and then this is part two. So these are coming out. And then Avengers part four. And then everybody's coming back because they filmed these Avengers movies back to back. Part three, which was the one where they're fighting the the big bad guy. And then the next one, they're all coming back for because they filmed it together. Well, not all of them from what I hear. Well, I can't spoil anything. Okay. I haven't seen it. But I'm just saying there is social media and memes that ruin things. Since the beginning of comics, they've killed off characters and they've always found ways to bring them back. True. Keep that in mind, you know. No one's really dead. Ooh. <laughs> On that haunting note, we'll catch up with you next time. Okay.